I have uh, the privilege um, of uh, introducing uh, my sister to, to all of us. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, Dukpe is my oldest um, uh, sister. And um, as I mentioned the last time when we had prayer um, in our family, um, she's always the one that is stirring us up uh, to pray, and not just in our family, and I've seen that uh, grow in other places as well uh, when it comes to ministry. So she's the director and the founder of Positive uh, Futures Group. Um, it's a charity uh, that works uh, within London, and they have a lot of operations overseas as well. Uh, part of what they do, um, especially in, in overseas countries, in Nigeria, for example, is they uh, provide scholarship or grant applications um, to children uh, that are uh, orphans, uh, children that have lost a sense of uh, being able to fund uh, education. And they recently had uh, almost like an information day. And it was quite fascinating to see how some of those children that have supported, uh, I think as early as primary school or secondary school, uh, go all the way uh, to university. And, you know, for me, it was a bit of an emotional moment as well, because you could see how, you know, the journey she's come from. So the charity itself was started in 2004, mm -hmm. and um, it's 19 years now, actually, and they're still growing uh, very, very, very strong. She also leads a women's network uh, called uh, uh, Blossom Network, um, and it hates uh, women of all ages to reach their full potential um, in God. Um, and so, yeah, so it's it's with great um, excitement um, that uh, we invite her to come in again. So this is the second time, actually, that she'll be uh, leading us uh, in our time of prayer uh, this morning. So, um, guys, wherever you are, if you can use any of the uh, emojis um, to clap, to uh, pop something, uh, then please feel free uh, to do that. So, uh, Sister Dikbe, um, feel free to, to have the space. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, men and women of God. Thank you so much for that and the team for, for having me. It's a pleasure. And um, thank you, Simon. Thank you, Gracia. Thank you for all the emojis for everyone. It's, um, I'm always happy to be here. And well done to Fola and the team. I can see that you're doing such a great work and also transforming community. You know, you're less than two years, isn't it? And God has really, I can see God moving in your midst. So um, it's it's a pleasure to be here. And today we're here to pray. And um, I'm going to share PowerPoints because I just want us to follow the scriptures with me because we're praying because on the basis of scripture, if God has not promised it, we don't have any business asking for it. So that's why I'm going to go through some scriptures, some scenarios. The prayer points, some of them are things that God has been laying on my heart, that I've been praying into my own life. And um, as I and I waited on the Lord as well to see what the Holy Spirit wants us to pray, because the Bible says we don't know how we should pray or what we should pray for, but the Spirit of God helps us to pray according to the will of the Father. So what is it that God wants to do? So we're coming um, we're coming in line with the with word. We want to come in partnership with the word. And we can see that. And I'm going to go through some scriptures on why we need to pray and everything. So I'm going to share my screen. So I believe everyone can see my screen. 
Okay. Yes, we can. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So the first one I want us to, this was a scripture that I recently came back from Nigeria and it was when I was in Nigeria that God sort of highlighted the scripture to me in prayer about the fact that he has come that we might have abundant life. So I'm going to read John 10 from verse 7 to 10. Yes, in different, I'm just, I'm going to read that and I'm going to read the Amplified and some other translation. So it says, John 10, 7 to 10 says in NIV, therefore Jesus said again, very truly I say to you, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate, whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that, may have, that they might have life and have it more and have it to the full. Then I'm going to read John 10, 10 in different translation. Amplify said the thief only comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I came, Jesus is saying, I have come that they might have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. So God wants us, the reason why he has come is that we might have life and we might have it in abundance. Living Bible says that in the other side, it says, my purpose is to give life in all its fullness. So God is saying to us, his purpose is to give life in all its fullness. Nothing missing, nothing broken. New Living Translation says, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. So we know there's a thief that comes to steal. There's a thief that comes to kill. There's a thief that comes to destroy. But God is saying, in my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. The purpose is the intent, the reason why God came into our lives. He said, I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. The message said, the thief is only there to steal, kill, and destroy. I came so that they can have real and eternal life, more and better life that they have ever dreamed of. So it means that our life before we before we we ask Jesus to come into our life, our life before knowing God and after knowing God, there should be a difference. There sh it should not be worse. It should be better. He said he has come that we might have better life. And that's part of why we're going to start after today. John 1. So what is this life? John 1, 4 to 5 says, in him was life. He was talking about the word and Jesus. And that life was the light of all mankind. So the life that God, that God has, and that is it, you know, you cannot give what you don't have. But God has that life. He said that life is the light. So that means the life we're talking about, the life that God is, God said, I have come that you might have light because that life is the light of all mankind. And verse five said, the light shines in the, in the darkness and darkness has not overcome it. So in translation, we say darkness can't overcome it. So I just, let me just pray. Father, Lord, we just want to thank you, Lord, for your time like this. Holy Spirit, thank you, Lord, for staring us up even as we prayed earlier on. Holy Spirit, we just welcome you once again. You are the grand prayer master. We ask Holy Spirit today once again that you help us to pray according to the will of the Father. We thank you for that spirit of intercession. We thank you for the grace of God. We thank you for the anointing that is going to flow today. That even after this session, that people will go and continue to pray. And I feel that God is going to quicken. There's some words that God is going to quicken on your hearts today and take those words and go and use it to pray again. You know, we need to keep praying and I'll go through some scripture. So we, we've established it. God wants us to have a better life. God wants us to have 
a life to the full. God wants us to enjoy your life. So, you know, when you talk about better life, you're talking about an improved life. So God is not that you come to Christ and your life is not better. He said, I have come that they might have life. So some of us are saying that, okay, if God is saying that, if God wants me to have a better life, why is it that my life is not better? But again, he talks about, remember, at the beginning of that, of verse 10, say, the first part said, the thief comes. There's a thief that comes to steal. And that is why from verse 7, it says, Jesus said, I am the gate for the sheep. And later, if you go and read the, that same chapter, God, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. And I woke up with that, with that word on my heart today in prayer that he is the good shepherd. He said, but the sheep have not listened to them. So there is a thief that comes. There's a thief that comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And so I want you to begin to pray for yourself, begin to declare. God said you have, he has come that you might have life. And that life equates to light so if there's any we should not be in ignorance why because we have life and that life of god in us equates to the light that shines and darkness cannot comprehend it and so father lord we begin to pray today for life okay Thank you, Lord, because you said, you've said it to us and we believe your word that you have come, that we might have life. We might have life and we might have it to the full. And so, Lord, we pray for every single person on this platform, for that life, abundant life. We declare that we walk in abundant life in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray today, areas where there's no life, areas where there's darkness. Father, we thank you for that life that becomes light that shines. And we thank you for the life. We stir up the light, the light of God on the inside of us. And we declare that the light of God is shining in our lives in the name of Jesus. Spelling every darkness. And so we take authority over every thief that have come to steal. And you know, sometimes people can be stealing from you. You might not even know. Some people run businesses and and they realize that, oh, maybe the employee has been stealing millions. I mean, it happens here as well. Organizations can realize that somebody has been stealing from them and they didn't know. But the Bible says that when a thief is caught, is caught that thief will be re restored. And so we pray today for everything that the enemy has stolen. The thief that we know is the enemy has come, has stolen anything that he has killed in our lives, anything that he has destroyed. Holy Spirit, we ask for restoration in the name of Jesus. What do you do if you find a thief in your house? Normally, you will not tackle a thief by itself. What do you do? You call 999, isn't it? You call the police. They say there's somebody, there's an intruder. Somebody that's not supposed to. The thieves are intruders. Robbers are intruders. And if you've ever been stolen from even, I remember many years ago, where in my former house, where we went out and by the time we came back, somebody came in through the kitchen window and stolen something. I think took my husband's laptop or something. I remember feeling violated. When you are stolen from, you feel so violated. You're like, ah, somebody has come into my house and stolen from me. And the fact that the fact when a stranger comes into your house, you feel very violated. Isn't it? And some of us were feeling violated because the enemy has stolen from you. And what do you That the Holy Spirit will begin to arrest everything that might be in your life, anything that might be in your in your in even around you, in your sphere of influence that is stealing from you. Father, we stop you in the name of Jesus. We take authority over everything. We say the enemy, you will not steal from us. The enemy, you will not kill anything in the name of Jesus. Amen.
Amen. So we go on to my next prayer points is association and connections. So we're going to pray into association and connection. And this was something that was, was I think it was like a month ago that in prayer, the Holy Spirit told me expressly that be careful who you associate with. So then again, I remember, and I think a couple of weeks later, I read Judges and this, and my reflection was about God has called us to be around with the people around us as well. So, you know, if you know the story of Judges chapter 7, from verse 6, from verse 6, God, the Bible talks about the, ch the children of Israel went into captivity and they were being oppressed by the Midianites and some other people as well. And God appeared to, um, to Gideon, who was the least in his clan, and also his clan was the least. And when God said, I am going to, and he, he challenged God, when the, the Bible said the angel, angel of the Lord appeared unto him, this is in chapter six, and he challenged the, the angel of the Lord, and you know what, God said to him that, oh, um, um, in the greeting him that oh you mighty man of valor and God said and he said okay you know if the Lord is with said God the Lord is with you said if the Lord is with us why are all these things happening to us because what will happen is they will do something and the Midianites will come and spoil it so they were they were spoilers and so today so some of us in our, in our homes in our I'm so sorry, guys. Um, it's not just me then, because uh, I thought maybe it was my internet connection um, that um, the screen froze. Um, but uh, we'll just give us some time to to reconnect back, um, and I'll send a message as well. So I'll pause the recording. Please call this. So if you just give me time, I want to see. Um, follow. I might send my powerpoints to you. Yeah, that's um, absolutely because I'm right. on my phone now. And okay. I don't think I'm back on my laptop where I'm sharing. Um, sure. Um, sorry about that. So I'm trying to see what I should do. Um, sorry. You can either send it to me as a WhatsApp message if you have it. Um, um, yeah, I'm just going to, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll keep praying. I'll keep praying. I know I was praying about spoilers. Yeah, so sure. And so we pray today. There's anything that might want to spoil things spoiling in our lives in the name of Jesus. Yandarabashiva Labatimu Sutsu Yandarabasiku Yandarabashiva Labasim 
There's only the thief that comes to steal. Anything that's come to steal in our life, we take authority over every kind of spoilers in our lives, in the life of anyone, oh God. Father, we worship your name, Master Talarabashin, Master Talarabashi, Valabati, Tiandarabati, Quiandarabashi, Master Tilihandarabashi, Valabati, Mushi, Valabati, Quiandarabashi, Master Talarabashi, Valabati, Quiandarabati, Quiandarabasi, Makiandarabusu, Talarabashi, Valabati, Musu, Tayandarabasi, Amalatu, Tuyandarabashi, Kiandarabusu, Talarabasi, Masi, Tilikanto, to Mashiva Labati, Mushiva Labati, Masat, Talarabashi, Valabati, Musu, Tilayandarabashi, Masi, Tayandarabashi, Valabati, Mushiva Labati, Quiandarabashi, Masat, Tayandarabati, Quiandarabashi, Valabati, Tayandar. Masiti under a bashiba lavati, musultayanda. Masiti under a bashiba lavati, quiander a bashambalavati. Masiqui under a bashambalavati, musultayanabashi. Father Lord Amatiti under a bashiba lavati, musultayantai, kurumusu. Yadarabatiti under a bassiti under a bashiba lavati. Masiti ankukumasi. Father Lord, we thank you for abundant life. You say you have come that we may have life, and so we declare life, oh God. We declare your life. We declare your life that your life that becomes light in our lives. The Bible says, Let your light so shine, God. And so we declare by everyone that our light, our life that is the light of mankind, oh God. Begin to pray for yourself that the light of God will shine in your life. That the light of God will speak light. Oh, Masetili Hunter. Imeniki Yanko Kumasiki Yanduru Busuta Larabaki Musu Talarabaki Yantu to Mashika Labasin. That the light in us will shine. We declare that the light in us shining. Everyone that the light will shine because at the end of it is for the glory of God to be revealed in our life. And so we declare that light shines. Oh, Marseille, the Bible said the light shines in darkness and darkness does not comprehend it. So we declare that the light of God is shining in our lives in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is that might be calling, causing the light not to shine, we remove in the name of Jesus. We declare light shine. The Bible said the light shines in darkness and darkness cannot comprehend it. And so we speak light. Oh, light shine. That's our light to shine. Why? Because we are the light of the world. The Bible says we are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill that can't be eaten. And so we pray today that every light to God, no one is going to be eating in the name of Jesus. One of the things that God, I was reading, I was 
talking about Gideon, isn't it? That's one of the things that God told him was that, you know, he was fearful. And you begin to pray against fear in your life. Every kind of fear, every kind of fear, say no to fear, because if you are afraid, you can't really advance in the things of God. We come against every kind of fear. The Bible says he has not given us the spirit of fear. So begin to pray for yourself that you will not walk in fear. You can't, to really advance in God, you can't walk in fear yeah because god is going to tell you things to do things that you have never done before and so we pray today we come against every form of fear in our lives in the name of jesus we take authority against every form of fear in our life. I take authority, let's take authority over fear. You will not walk in fear in the name of Jesus because that is not God's plan for you. That's why he said he has come that you might have life. You don't have to be fearful. Father, we take authority over every kind of fear. You don't have to be anxious. Why? Because God said, I have come that you might have life. So we speak life for God. We thank you for boldness in this place. We pray for every single person that you'll be able to do, I pray today, things that you couldn't do for because, because you are afraid. We declare today that you will do it in Jesus' name. We take authority over fear in the name of Jesus. We come against every kind of fear, oh God, every kind of any kind of cringing fear. Father, we worship your name, Masa Talarabasi, Masa Talarabashiki, and Rabasu Tolurubusum, Masa Talarabasham, Talarabasham, Balabati, Puyandarabasi, Masa Talarabasha, Talarabasi, Tiandarabashi, Makurubutu, Tuyandarabashi, Talarabasi, Masi, Tiandarabashi, Balabati, Puyandarabasi, Tiandarabashi. Email.
once again, I am so sorry. I'm going to keep myself on the on the um on my phone just in case, but I can't so that I can share my screen. This is so. Hola, did you get the email? I sent you the PowerPoint. Okay, I'll check my mail quickly. Just in case. Thank you. Do you want me to share? Okay, so that if I need to go on my phone, I'll go on my phone. Thank you. Okay. Uh, just bear with me one moment. Thank you, thank you very much. Okay. Well, can you hear me clearly? Yes, we can, yes. Thank you so much. Okay, so what I was talking about judges and um, from Judges chapter seven, you can see that this, this, I mean, I just summarized what was in that Judges chapter seven. He said, God gave him specific instructions. So after God appeared to him, then he accepted to do the job. And maybe some of you, God has given you an assignment or there's something he wants you to do. So he gave him, and when God leads us, he always gives specific instruction. If you're not sure, it's better to just wait until you get that specific instruction because it's, um, you're not supposed to work on your own. You know, imagine if you, if you ask somebody to do something, Fola can say do this, and he's not giving you instruction, you're going to ask him, Fola, how do you want me to do it? Because he's the one that wants to do it. So there was something, but God was specific that he wanted to use Gideon to bring deliverance to the children of Israel. And if you think about it, throughout the Old Testament, in the New Testament, God is all always wanting to bring deliverance he wants to do something good god our god is in the business of doing good and that's what jesus said. i have come that we might have life and have it more abundantly even though we know that jesus is no longer here but we have the holy spirit and everything that god is doing to us is so is so that men can have life and have it more abundantly and so god gave Gideon instructions and um the bible said when they were going the 22,000 people returned i'm sorry showed up but God told him that you need to reduce your men because they will take credit for winning the battle if there are many. And God told him to ask anyone who was afraid, which was why we, we prayed against fear. So literally we're, we're in line with what we're doing. And because why? Because fear paralyzes and we have to, without God, without faith, we can't advance. I can tell you that. To advance in life, it's not about ministry, it's about your life in God. There's a plan for you, there's a plan that God has for you. You you have you can't have fear, it will stop you. And that's why, if you notice, if you read that Judges 7, 
God told him to go there if he's afraid. He should go to the camp of the Midianites and listen in. And as he got there, one of two people, two of the Midianites were talking. Now one said, I had a dream and I saw it was as if a, a, um, a big loaf of bread came through the camp. And the other person said, ah, that must be Gideon. So obviously, even the enemy was already afraid of him. You can see that the enemy was afraid of him. faith in Gideon's heart. And I feel that God is going to help some of you to build faith. And that's one of the things that this session is going to do. It's going to build faith in your heart concerning what God wants to do. So again, one of the quickest ways to get faith in faith in God is to get into the word of God, get into his presence. God has a way of encouraging us. So when you spend time with God, he encourages you. And when God told he'd get Gideon that, you know what, there are too many people, they're going to take credit for, for what I'm, I'm about to do. 22,000 people returned, there were 10,000 remaining. And you know, the thing about it is in the, naturally, you, we always say there's strength in numbers. And it's true, there's strength in numbers. But again, what God, what God, what God wanted to take is the glory. He didn't want people to say we go, we did it because of we were, were many. But then in verse four, God told Gideon that there's still so many people. He now gave him further instruction on who should stay with him. So a journey in life, or some of us are in leadership. God will give you, and I, and I, and that's part of what we're going to pray that God will give us. We will hear God concerning our association. Our association is so important. Our connection matters. So my question to you today: Who is in your team? Who is in your camp? Have you chosen people because of the way you feel, or you think, "Oh, this one will be okay"? And the thing about it is, doesn't mean those people that God told to go back. There was nothing wrong with them. Obviously, there was nothing wrong with them. So some people, it's not, it doesn't mean they're no good. So if God says, don't go with this person, if God says, don't let some, this person shouldn't be your mentor, this person should be your mentor. It's not because the other one that he said, don't go to, is not good. It's because there's a reason. There's a, it might be, he has, you know, he has equipped that particular person to mentor you. It might be that he feels that you will learn more from that person. And this is where faith and trust in God comes in. There's some people that, I've wanted to be my mentor. The Holy Spirit said, and I, I remember there was a particular lady that I, I was like, oh, wow. That was many years ago that, oh, I'm going to approach her to be my mentor. Uh, that same day, that same night. So my mind, I planned, I said, tomorrow morning, I am going to email her to join our mentoring team. That same night, I had a dream. And God showed me, God showed me, it was as if God showed me at the, the, um, the background, I don't know whether it's the background or behind the scenes of her life. And I woke up, that was God warned me. And and, and I, when I waking up, I was like, wow, people just take care of this lady. I didn't tell anyone because dreams cannot, sometimes dreams are not what it appears to be. But if you feel God is warning, God warned, you know, I have dreams a lot. It shows me things. So when I saw that, I just said, no, people, you know, wait. A couple of years after, a lot of story came out about this person. And I was like, wow, that was what God was showing me. It was exactly what I saw. And, and I noticed that some people that they were under that person, you can see they started to disassociate from that person. But God sort of um, spared me, really, warned me. And I didn't have to go through all that stress of meant being mentored by somebody that they were not good. So and I, that's what I just want you to pray today for yourself, that if there's anybody in your connection that is not supposed to be around you, remember, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with them. 
you know, the circle, you know, the people around us matter. And when you even look at people, a lot of the time, people that actually damage people are most are people that are closest to them, people that know them. I was still reading something about a particular celebrity that one of, I think his PA came out to say something. I was like, oh God, even if this was true, you shouldn't really come out and say that about that person because you only know about this because you were close to that person. People that would damage people because of the knowledge, what they know about you. And so I want you to begin to pray concerning your connection, begin to pray into your connections. Pray that God will open your eyes. He can do it. He can show you in dreams. He has shown me before. He can show you in visions. People that are around you. Father, Lord, we begin to pray today that, Lord, you will show us in visions, oh God, in dreams, that we will hear you about people, oh God. It's so important because the assignment God has for you cannot do it on your own. Gideon couldn't do it. He needed people, but he didn't God wanted him only, only 300 people. And so today, Lord, I pray. Every single person that is on this call. Father, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. If there's any wrong person around them, Father, Lord, show it to them. Reveal who they should hang around with. Reveal in their association that they were associated with the right people. I pray for Fola as well, surrounding with the right team. I pray for the leaders as well in transforming community. Surround them with the right people. We call the right people into this group. We call the right people into our lives, oh God. I In Jesus' name we pray. And sometimes... God brings people into your life so that you can help them. So it's not about, oh, it's only, oh, what can I gain from this person? You know, it's about God will bring people into your life so you can help them. Because when you look at the story of David, the people that were in his life, they came into, the Bible said when they came into his life, some of they were downtrodden, you know, they were, they, you know, they were not like, the best people, they were not warriors. But by the end of David's life, he was surrounded with warriors. You know, God had used him to build those people. So some of us, God has called us. He was going to bring some people into our life so that we can help them, so that we can build them. And I pray for you, identify who, you know, who is who in your life. Some people you are called to help them. Some people God wants to use you to build them up. And some people God wants to use them to build you. And some people God wants to put, God has put them in your life as helpers of destiny. But you have to be able to realize that so that you don't treat, you know how to treat everybody. So for example, you might have somebody in your life is as if you are the only one that is always helping them. If you know, if, if you know that this person, I'm in their life to help them, you will not complain. You know, you will not complain. You just know that this is part of my assignment. And I pray for you that God will give you discernment, that God will increase your discernment concerning people. We need to be able to discern people. We ask for that spirit of discernment to increase that discernment to God. That when people show up in your life, you'll be begin to design immediately you will know who is this person where is does this person fit remember we said the thief comes only to steal kill and destroy when the enemy wants to steal he comes to people and that's why it's so important for us the access you give to people in your life you give people the right access the wrong access and you might be in trouble and so we pray today if there's any way the enemy is stealing from anybody true people we close that 
in the name of Jesus. If there's any the way the enemy has come through people to kill, we close it in the name of Jesus. If there's any way the enemy has come to destroy, we close it in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen, 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 amen. Next slide. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Yeah. So this, um, the next time, the next prayer point, we're going to pray for the spirit of wisdom. You know, this is from Acts chapter 6. Um, in Acts chapter 6, the Bible records that there were complaints from a section of the church that the widows were being um, neglected. The leaders took the feedback. And obviously, when you read that chapter, they told them that, you know what, we can't uh, we can't neglect the, the ministry of the word. So they said, we will appoint leaders. And they specifically said, we appoint leaders to serve the table because the complaint was they were um, some people, I think it was the Jews side or something, that they were complaining that the, the, the widows were being neglected. So they were not being given food. So obviously they took it. And, and when you look at it, they actually had like a meeting with the people. This is what we want to do. And everybody, you know, it was more of participatory decision, you know, so again, we learn from that as leaders that there are times where when God is specific, but I noticed that when you read it, that they actually consulted the people that, okay, we know we've taken your complaint. I feel that even as leaders or wherever we are, you know, when people give us feedback, we need to consider it. And sometimes we need to, that, that we need to take action as well. So now the action they took was the appointed leaders, but the appointed leaders, they were full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. And then they started to serve tables. So these were people who were full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom to serve the tables. And the Bible said the disciples focused on the word and prayer. Then the Bible said the word grew and the number of disciples increased rapidly. So there was, the, you see, so sometimes when there's, where there are challenges, sometimes we always think that, oh, it's because, or the enemy is trying, but you can see that the them taking the feedback led to increase in the ministry. It was the the, the um as a result of it, things got better. So the Bible said the number of disciples rap increased rapidly, and that's why we need wisdom. We need wisdom in whatever we're doing because sometimes when there are issues, we 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 solve the issue, and then we can see a growth. You know, then this is when the Bible introduced us to Stephen. Stephen was one of those leaders. The Bible said he was described as a man that was full of God's grace and power. The Bible said he performed great wonders and signs among the people. So for me, you can see it takes being filled with the Holy Spirit and wisdom to serve effectively in any capacity in the kingdom you know so there was there were it was serving tables but it was filled with the spirit of god and and this is why i want us to pray for that more of the spirit of wisdom we need wisdom we need wisdom and then again we can see that signs and wonders followed those who were full of the holy spirit it wasn't the apostle it was just serving the table but it was full of the holy spirit so wherever we have whatever position god wants us to be wherever you are at the moment wherever you are serving it doesn't matter is what you carry it carried it was full of the holy spirit then again we can see that opposition arose because they could not stand against the wisdom the spirit gave him as we as he spoke so those who are full of the Holy Spirit are full of God's wisdom. And so we're going to pray today. Some of us, we, we, we get to we speak that God will give you wisdom. I don't know if it's ever happened to you that you've spoken something like, oh God, I shouldn't have said that. And they always say words are like eggs, isn't it? Once you break an egg, you cannot gather it together, can you? It's too late. 
So I want you to pray for yourself in your speech. You know, I think it's in James that talks about if you, you know, if if you don't, if you can just do well concerning your speech, a lot of the problem in our lives to be solved. So I want you to pray for yourself that God will give you wisdom as you speak. It's the same, the only same Holy Spirit that we have today that gave Stephen that's wisdom ask god and i feel that maybe some of you, you are going somewhere next week the things that you are preparing to maybe you are preparing a presentation or you need to make a speech or you are going to do something ask god for wisdom in jesus name father lord we thank you because you are the holy spirit that is the spirit of wisdom father lord we pray today fill us with the spirit of that wisdom we ask for wisdom we ask for wisdom as we speak that's what solomon asked for we need wisdom yeah and wisdom we attract well to god even some of us as you make that presentation that you will speak god's wisdom that they will be so amazed you know when you speak wisdom that people have never heard about but it makes sense people will be looking at you pray for that kind of wisdom that was the kind of wisdom that solomon asked for he said god give me wisdom ask god for wisdom to all wisdom belongs to god ask god for understanding some of us i feel that there's some things that you don't understand ask god to give you understanding don't just pack it aside there's anything the bible says if any man lacks wisdom james let him ask let him ask and that's what we are asked today if there's any area where you don't know understand Ask God for wisdom. It might send you to somebody. It might tell you to read the book, but ask God. And so today, Lord, I pray for wisdom. Wisdom in the name of Jesus. For everyone that is on the platform, Holy Spirit, give us wisdom. Especially in areas where we, we are in darkness, we are in ignorance. Father, we ask for your wisdom in the name of Jesus. Ephesians 1, 17 to 18 says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your hearts may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. So today, we pray today for that spirit of wisdom, that the eyes of our, you know, the, our inner eyes Ikehando will be will be enlightened that god will open your inner eyes to see i know for i prayed that earlier that our eyes will see father we pray today that our eyes will see what you're doing our eyes will hear what you're doing we will see oh god i mean some of you, you are trying to see with your physical eyes and it's led you that you didn't want to go but today i pray today that god will give you that wisdom and revelation you will have a better understanding of god and you have a better understanding of yourself so that you can make decisions oh god that are favorable in the name of jesus i pray into your decision making some of you made very bad decision and you are saying that god what happened but today i pray for you i pray today that god everything you need to make Make that right decision. You will make the right decision. Don't hesitate. Just know. Just ask God. God, I must say to that God will tune your ears to hear. And I pray for you. Some of you need to tune your ears to hear God. And I pray for you that God will give you more ability to hear Him. Some of you are not sure where God is speaking to you, but the best place to start with hearing God is the Word of God, because that is the Word. As you read the Word of God, the Word of the 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 the, the voice of God will become clearer to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Next one, please. Amen. So now we're going to pray into our God-given dreams and visions. Um, 
that's the uh, the last the last half an hour we're going to pray. And please, if you have any specific prayer points, you can send it to follow or send it to myself. If you don't want to show, you can put it on the chat. So first, Peter, you know, sometimes we say, if God has given me a vision, if it's giving me dreams, why do I have to pray? Why do I have to pray about it? At least we know that whatever God says comes to pass. But we're going to go into the scripture. Why? Even though when you, you prophecies, things have been declared towards you, you still need to war with it. First Timothy 1.8, Apostle, um, Apostle Paul telling Timothy, he said, Timothy, my son, here are my instructions for you. Based on the prophetic words spoken about you earlier, may they help you to fight well in the Lord's battle. So, you know, the, 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 our, our prayer has to be based on on the words that are spoken to us. So when God, when God has given you a vision, some of you, maybe you see things or what have been spoken to you, there's been prophecy. You just don't sit there and say, okay, that prophecy, it will come to pass. You need to pray. You need to declare because that's what God wants to do. Um, the Amplified says, this command I entrust to you, Timothy, my son, in accordance with the prophecies previously may concern you, that inspired and aided by them, you may fight the good fight in contending with false teachers. So, inspired so that means we the, the prophecies is supposed to inspire us it's supposed to help us that we may fight the good fight well what kind of fight we don't do physical fight we don't take guns and go out and start fighting the enemy so the prophetic is to foretell the future or to speak a message from the lord so it might be that god has given you a word concerning your future or they've given you a message amen amen next one please Okay, so again, I'm saying the what, what type of battles do we fight? What type of war are we in? First Timothy 6, 12 says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on internal life, well unto that also called, and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. That's First Timothy 6, 12. Ephesians 6, 10 to 18 says, a final word. So this is the kind of, this is why sometimes the word of God will come, but you might not see it. Because they are thieves. Remember, it says the thief comes to still kill and destroy. Why do we need to pray? Why are we here praying? Why do we do spiritual warfare? Why? Because this are this is why. For Ephesians 6 10 to 18 says, A final word, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on all God's army so that you'll be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. Verse 12 says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. The people are not your enemy, but against evil authorities, evil rulers of the unseen world. So there's a world we cannot see. There's a spirit world. And it's a spirit world that actually determines what goes on in the physical world. God is in that spirit world because we can't see God, but we can see. Sometimes we open it, our eyes to see. God has to open your eyes to see the spirit world because normally in your, as a human being, we are made, our body, our mind, is what helps us to be in this um in this physical world and there's mighty powers in the dark world so there's a dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places that is why then he said therefore put on every piece of god's armor so you'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil then after the battle you'll be standing firm stand your ground putting on the belt of truth and the body arm of god's righteousness and it goes on about shield of faith remember i was talking about to advance in god's plan you need faith you can't operate in fear yes a lot of time most of us every time we feel fear what do you do when you're afraid going to the word of god eliminate that fear because you cannot advance with fear in your heart 
It is it, and because you need the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. And it says, put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times. On every occasion, stay alert and be persistent to your prayers for all believers everywhere. And I woke up when I woke up today to prepare to prepare to pray. And that's what the Holy Spirit told me that Duke just prayed in the spirit. So the, the times I was preparing this morning, all the Holy Spirit told me was that Duke just keep praying in the spirit. It was until I got up to start to start dressing up. The Holy Spirit just told me pray in the spirit. It is a weapon. It is a weapon. It's part of our faith. So there are battles. As a Christian, there are battles. There even the people that are not Christian, they don't even know they're fighting a battle. Some of them don't, they don't even, they cannot see the light of the gospel because of the end. The Bible said the enemy has blinded them. So when you're praying for somebody that is not a Christian, you have to pray that to remove the blinders that the enemy has, is, has used to cover their eyes. So there are battles. And the enemy, the, the, the devil doesn't want us to know that there is there. He is there. Is pulling the string. Is the thief that comes in the night to steal, kill, and destroy. Is the one that spoils that comes. Is the spoiler. So we cannot, we can't ignore the enemy. You know, imagine being in a battle and you don't know you're in battle. You are gone. Imagine being in a battle and you don't have the ammo. Arrows, you are going to be. You know, the fairy that's coming. The enemy is shooting. I like to watch. Um, um, FBI and all those things battle. I like action movie. So you see, they're coming. So if you don't have the right, um the right cover, you are gone. You are going to be wounded and some people may die. So it's important. Do not be ignorant of the devil's devices. Amen. Next one. Again, another example. Why should we pray into our God-given dreams? James 5, 16 to 17, it says, therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed and restored. Then he said, the heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much, much when put into action and made effective by God. And that is why we cannot pray effective prayer without the Holy Spirit. It is dynamic and can have tremendous power. Verse 17 says, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, with the same physical, mental, and spiritual limitation and shortcomings. And he prayed intensely. So when we pray, we have to pray intensely. It has to be heartfelt. We can't be, it's not about shouting. It's not about shaking. No, it's about your heart being that prayer. You can't be watching TV and be praying. That's not heartfelt. You can't be, if you really want, if you are really, if you really want, if we're talking about heartfelt prayer, that means you, all you are doing is praying. You are not eating and praying. That's not heartfelt. We're joking. If you are eating and you think you are praying, you are joking. You have to be, because when you read the account of in first, Kings verse 18. The Bible said he, he went down on his knee, put his head between his thighs, and he prayed. That means that he was not doing anything when he's praying. So the kind of prayer that yields result, because what happens, the prayer, your prayer actually makes power available. There's a force. It's the kind of prayer that will remove anything that is in the way. That's the kind of prayer. The Bible said he prayed intensely for it not to rain, and he did not rain on the earth for three years and six months. He prayed again and the sky gave rain and the land produced the crops as usual. But what was it? He didn't just decide that, you know what? I just don't want rain. The Bible said the word of the Lord came to him. So there was a word. There was a prophecy. Still yet, he had to pray. He prayed. And that's why I'm saying that even though you, God has given you a word, do you have dreams and visions? You have plans that you believe that God wants you to pursue. You still have to pray. You still have to get on your knees. Not, it, can't, it doesn't have to be literal. You still have to seek the Lord. Why? Because there's an enemy that doesn't want you to have what God wants you to have. 
Next slide, please. Again, this is the accounts. First Kings 18, 41 to 46. The Bible said, Elijah sent unto him, get thee eat and drink, for there's a sound of abundance of rain. Because the word of God had gone forth. Even though the word of God had gone forth, he still went to pray. And even when you look at in verse 43, as he prayed, he told his, uh, this, um, his servant to go and check. And they have to check seven times. Imagine you are praying and you're like, is there a rain? There's no rain, no. You can easily give up that, okay, maybe it's not going to happen. No, he didn't give up. Seven times, the uh, his servant came back and said, there's something like a hand, man's hand. So it wasn't really a big cloud. Imagine in, a, in, in the sky and you see something small. And some of you, you've seen the small and you feel it's small. You know, the Bible says that we should not despise the days of the small beginning. And I just feel that God is saying to some of you, you have been praying. And what the sign you see is small. The sign you see seems as if it's nothing. Don't despise that small thing. Because that small thing that is going to boom. It doesn't take God time. When it's time, imagine they saw the sign like a cloud, like a man's sign. You know when it wants to rain, surely even in Africa and here, you see the, 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 the clouds will gather. And the bigger the clouds, you know that the way this cloud is, so it's going to pour. So imagine somebody looking at a small hand and naturally that's not supposed to convert into, a, into something that there's not been rain for three years. So that means they needed lots of water to break the ground and so that things can begin to grow again. But that same cloud that looks like a man's hand was the one that changed into the, the clouds and the wind and there was a great rain. And I feel that God is saying to some of us, that small sign you have seen, Yakaraba says, is going to change. That's what God is going to convert into the great thing that you're expecting in the name of Jesus. So that was it. The word, my emphasis here is the word went. The word has been spoken, but we need to pray. Next one, please. Thank you. Again, we see in Daniel, I'm just establishing the reason why even though God has given the word, there's always, there's a, we need to pray. In Daniel chapter nine, verse one to three, the Bible says in the first year of Darius, um, son of Zasix, who was made ruler over the Babylonian kingdom. I, Daniel, understood from the scriptures, according to the word of the Lord, given to Jeremiah the prophet, that the desolation of Jerusalem will, will last 70 years. So I turned to the Lord and pleaded with him in prayer, in petition, in fasting, in sackcloth and in ashes. Again, he, how did he, he understood from the scriptures? So again, Reading the word of God will help you to understand the plan of God for your life. Then you know how to pray. Then again, why? Because God had already spoken to Jeremiah the prophet that the desolation of Jerusalem will last 70, 70 years. So what did he do as a result of our understanding? He turned to the Lord to plead, to plead with him in prayer, saying that God, ah, it's time. This is what you said you would do. It, it began to pray. But there was a delay in... Um, in Daniel chapter 10, 12 to 14, then when the answer finally came, then he continued, do not be afraid. So the angel showed up to him and said, do not be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. So it wasn't that God decided that, you know what, I want to teach this, my son, a lesson. I'm going to hold the answer. No, the Bible said the first day 
that he set his mind to get understanding and to humble your to humble himself god heard his voice so when we have understanding of what god wants for us we pray we humble ourselves our voice our words are heard and i've come in response to that but he said but there's a boss so you've come i love you know well, why did he take you so? He said, but the prince of the Persian kingdom. Remember, we read in Ephesians 1 that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We, we're, we're wrestling against principalities. We're wrestling against powers. Rulers of the dark world. There's a dark world out there. Resisted me 21 days. Then he said, even Michael, a, a more powerful angel. So in the spirit, I mean, even when you read that Ephesians, it talks about ranking of the spirit world. The in, and the same thing with the kingdom of God. He said that Michael, one of the chief princes, so a more God had to dispatch a more powerful angel to help him because I was detained there. So that means there was the king, of, the, the princes of that king of Persia, that spiritual prince, refused to let him go. So that means there was something, the, the answer, you know, sometimes we pray and we don't even understand the significance of our prayer. Imagine how significant that must be. The answer that uh, the, 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 um, the um, what they call the angel was bringing that it, it God the devil sent a powerful. Remember, the devil cannot be everywhere at the same time. God is the one that is everywhere. The devil, so he sent he sent a powerful demon to oppose one of the angels. Why? Because it was important. It had to do with nation. And some of us, the answers we're waiting for us to do with nations. It's not, it wasn't even about Daniel. It wasn't about Daniel. It was about a nation. It was about God's promises. Then Michael had to come to help him, you know, to help him. And then they were able to defeat him. And obviously Michael went back and he was able to come. And I, and I think when you read further, he says, I have to go back because I still have to contend. So there are rulers in the heavenly place. There are things that, you know, we contend with. And that's why sometimes we can't give up in prayer, especially you can't. I, and I've seen things that, especially when it comes to people's, people's salvation, you heard of people that they prayed for somebody for 10 years and all of a sudden that person would just change. It wasn't a prayer. And it would look, it would look as if it was a sudden change. But it wasn't. Why? Because he took 10 years of intense prayers, 10 years of praying against strongholds, because we cannot see. Obviously, Daniel didn't know what was going on. He was just petitioning God and he refused to give up. And it was it's not giving up that kept the, you know, the God knows that this guy is still calling on me. The answer has to come. So I just want to encourage somebody that just because we've been praying and you've not seen us, it doesn't mean that God has not heard you. It doesn't mean God has not heard you. And that is why one of the reasons why we're here. Next, please. Again, finally, my last example before we pray, we start to pray again, Revelation 12. Then, uh, then it says, then I witnessed in heaven an event of great significance. I saw a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon beneath her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant. And sometimes some of us were pregnant with dreams. I take a kukumani and dorobo so tell her new things. Remember, babies signify new things, new life. And it says she was pregnant and she cried out because of her labor pains and the agony of giving birth. Then I witnessed in heaven significant event. Significant is like very, very important event. I saw a large red dragon with seven heads and ten on with seven crowns on his head you can see that the enemy is always he's always um i would say copy copies everything to do with god you can see the lady had um 12 stars the the dragon which we know we know the bible says was is the devil decided to have seven head ten horns with seven crowns always there's always the counterfeit and that's why people are deceived sometimes you something might look my god like god but it might not be god and he says that he's still, verse four, he still swept away one third of the stars in the 
Kai and he threw them on the earth. He stood in front of the woman and she was about to give her ready to devour a baby. So what, what was the plan? What was the purpose of the of the dragon coming? It was to devour the baby. And we read in John 10, 10, the thief only comes to steal. He wanted to steal. He wanted to kill that baby. And some of us, so sometimes the enemy is ready to take that which God wants you to have. But then again, it goes on to say, she gave birth to a son who was to rule all nations with an iron rod, and her child was snatched away from the dragon. I was caught up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where God had prepared a place to care for her for one, two, six old days. Then there was war. Why? And that is why, again, you can see Michael, that same Michael that was dispersed in Daniel was the one. Michael, so Michael is a chief angel. He's a powerful, more powerful angels. So an angel. And so Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels and dragon lost the battle. He and his angels were first out of heaven. This great dragon, the Asian serpent called the devil. So we know that the dragon is the devil. The one he is the deceiver. He is the thief that comes to steal. Is the one that comes to kill. Is the one that comes to destroy. And that's why Jesus said the, the reason why Jesus came into your life is to destroy the work of Satan. Yalan, that is to stop the thief from stealing from you. Is to stop the thief from killing that which is yours. Is to stop the thief from destroying that which is yours. In Jesus' name, we're going to go into prayer now. And again, we can see that next one, please. For like you can see that we are not alone. You are not on your own there's provision for your god-given visions and grace god and his angels are with us to help us so you are not on your own don't ever feel that you're on your own god and his angels are there we see that in daniel we see that in revelation 12 we see that in a light just like that god we are not on even though we can't we have to we can't deny we can't ignore the dark world that out there we can't deny the one that the thief that wants to still from us we cannot deny they exist well thank god for god we have the power and that's why it says put on the old armor and i feel that some of you need to go and study that Ephesians six and study about spiritual warfare because sometimes the things that you feel or oh, maybe god doesn't want to have me is the enemy that doesn't want you to have it so sometimes it's not that god is holding it for me is the enemy that is holding it from you amen next one please as we pray Thank you. So um, my question is, are you in labor and pain? The Bible says in Isaiah, and I'm talking about spiritual, you know, things that you carry. You know, when you are, you, you know, if you've had children before, they tell you that when is time? And I feel that some of you are carrying things that is time. It's not that it's not time. Yeah, when it's time, you begin to feel pain and you feel so uncomfortable that, oh God, this needs to birth. As a woman in, in that, is, that, you know, if you've ever been pregnant before, for those of us who are females, you find out that the more, as you get nearer to the due date, you are becoming uncomfortable. Why? Because that baby is big and even the baby wants to come out. And that is why the Bible said the whole world is in groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. Isaiah 66, six to nine I talks about before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. And if you notice in that revelation story, it talks about the woman gave birth to a male child. And God is saying, God said, shall I bring to the time of birth and now cause delivery? Has God given you a vision? Has God given you a dream? Is it that which you carry, that which you want to do? God is saying, I'm not going to bring you imagine giving you a baby and saying oh you're going you can't carry that baby forever but you need to pray and that's what we're going to do amen next one 
Thank you. So we're going to pray. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 32, 30, how can one chase a thousand or put 10,000 to flight unless their rock had told them, unless the Lord had given them to do? And that is why we're going to use the power of agreement that we have today. And I want you to begin to visualize those dreams, those visions. It could be a ministry, it could be your businesses, organizations that you believe that is part of God's plan for you. And when you begin to pray into it in the name of Jesus, I join my faith with everyone on this platform. I pray today for a manifestation of the dreams and the visions that God has given them, that which is due. And some of you, maybe you've been having dreams of you being pregnant. The baby is kicking. And so we pray today by faith, we push it out. I pray today the books that are on the inside of you, we call it forth in the name of Jesus. The businesses that you carry that you know you are supposed to run, we call it forth in the name of Jesus. The Bible said that high has not seen or hear yet what God has in store. Definitely God has things in store for you and things that you haven't seen, things you haven't built, but you know it, you've seen it with the eye of your spirit and we call it forth in the name of Jesus. I pray that the power of God and the glory of God will be evident in your life. Isaiah 16 says, 60 said, we shall arise and shine for our lights has come. I pray for you that you go from one level of glory to another. You are going from glory to another. You are getting, things are getting better for you. Remember that Jesus has come that you might have a better life. He has come that you might have life to the full of God. And so concerning your dreams and visions of God, we call it forth in the name of Jesus. I thank you Lord because you are going to help them oh God. Midwives, you are sending helpers to them in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, for concerning and I ask for increase in activity of angels. Increase. God is still, angels are still working. Angels are still around. You might just not see them, but they are there. I pray for anyone who might be trusting God for the fruit of the womb. The Bible says that children are the heritage of the Lord, the fruit of the womb. I pray for everyone that you are trusting God for children. Lord, I receive those children for you in the name of Jesus. We pray for good health. The Bible says in Isaiah 53, I himself bore our sicknesses and diseases, and by his stripes we have been made old. And so I pray today that you will enjoy good health. Third John 2 said, I wish it above all things that you prosper and be in good health as your soul prosper. So I declare over you that your soul will prosper. In your mind you will prosper. In your body you will prosper in the name of Jesus. I pray for financial prosperity. I pray for those who are trusting you for jobs, oh God. That you will make a way where there seems to be be no way. Masete Masatalarabase. I pray for every family that is represented here. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Next one, please. Thank you. So we want to pray for divine alignment. I think we've touched that. We want to pray into difficult situations. So I'm just going to pray. Let's pray in the spirit. Some of us, in case we're facing very difficult situations, we're asking for God for help in Jesus' name. We'll pray on to, pray that. And then um, next one, please. I will round that up. I'll put that here. So um, this is just a quick one again. I'm sure a lot of us are familiar with the different, um, they've classified that 
one the different the seven ways that we influence the world is through seven the seven key ways we're talking about family the reason why i've i've just put this on is in the visions and the dreams in your businesses it is likely to fall into these seven uh, categories some of us what we're doing is to do with families is to you're helping people to develop their values religion you are influencing the worship of god like transforming com uh, community is doing and again religion is quite powerful is a very is um people are really influenced by religion lots of people they do what their church the pastors tell them to do so you know it's a very is a very powerful way to influence people education if you are in teaching if even whether it's truth or godly principles or you actually if you're teaching children and young people you're actually influencing those children media some of us were in media you know arts and entertainment nurses that's to do with distributing resources, and that's a great impact on the, the you know people's finances. Then government as well, politicians. Amen, amen. Next one, we're going to pray into that. That's why I came. Yeah, so we're going to pray. You know th those areas. You identify which areas you are called into. Psalm twenty four verse seventy says, "Lift up your heads, O ye gates; be lifted up, you ascenders. Let the, that the King of Glory may come in." Who is this King of Glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gate. Lift them up, you ascendors, that the King of Glory may come in. Who is he? This King of Glory. The Lord Almighty is the King of Glory. So we're going to pray for the gates, for the gates. You know, gates are entries, entries into those industries. So whatever, you, whether you're called into the media, you're called to influence families, you're called into religion, you're called into the media and entertainment. Thank you for that. You're calling to government. Some of us, you are called to be, you know, you want to influence through government. So I want you to begin to pray. So just identify the one that you feel that you are called into and begin to pray that the gates of those industry begin to open to you. Access, our gates gives you access, basically. So let's begin to pray. Father, Lord, we pray, Lord, we join, I join my faith with everyone that I called even to influence your family. I pray to that the gates of the family industry will be opened unto them in the name of Jesus. Those who are called to influence through religion, I pray to that the gates will be opened in the name of Jesus. Those who are called to influence through education, those who are teaching, as well, those who are teaching children and young people, I pray that the gates will be opened in the name of Jesus. The more access you have, the more influence you can do. And that's, you can remember, Daniel had so much access. He was a prophet at the same time. He influenced in, in the government sector. We pray for the media. Media is so powerful. They determine the way people think. They determine what people see. And some of us, we are called into media, begin to ask that for access. Ask that the gates of the media industry will be open to you. We pray for those in arts and entertainment. We need godly influence in that area. That the gates, oh God, even to the music industry. Some of you are called to the music industry. Ask for the gates to be open in the name of Jesus. Some of us were called into the business world. Ask for the gates to be open. Some of us were called into government, whether we were politicians or we're policymakers, wherever. Father, we begin to pray that the gates of the nations, oh, Masetili, of these industries, Masetili, Kantu, Tumashi, Kalabate, Kiantu, Emenikianku, Kumati, Kuyanda, the gates will be open in the name of Jesus. Masetili, Kantu, Tumashi, Kalabate, Masetili, Kantu, Tumasetili, Handa, Larabate, Masetili, Kantu, Tumashi, Kalabate, Tilihan, 
Santo, Meseke Yanko Kumake Yanko Kumashika Laba, Masete Lehandorobo Sota Larabate Lehanta, Ladnama. We pray today that the gates of the industries will be open to everyone on this platform in the name of Jesus. Sabayanto the Bo, Ramake Yanko Kumalanso to Loyanta, Yanko Kumasete Lehanda Larabasete Lehanda. Hallelujah, we thank you for the glory of God will be, oh yes, Lord. We thank you for your glory in my yes, Lord. Thank you for your glory that is going to shine. Yalanda Rabasete Lekando Robo Kayando Yanke Lehanda Rabasete Lehanda. In Jesus' name, amen. Next one. I think I'm rounding up now. Okay, I think. Okay, I think we've prayed into the slides where my internet was off. Next one, please. Yeah. Thank you. This is the last one. Yeah, this is the one. So you can you can stop it. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. So I just want us to pray. I'm going to share the map of the world. Um, the Bible says we are the lights of the world. Some of us were called not just to UK. We're called to other nations, and you don't even know it yet. You might not even know it yet. So I just want to pray into the nations. I'm just going to share the map of the world. And then whatever country you feel aligned, that you feel God has been moving you. Some of us, maybe you're seeing yourself in some nations like, what am I doing here? It might be God is calling you into that nation. And so I'm just going to, uh, my screen is still rolling. But just begin to call that nation. I've just, just got three minutes more. Um, my screen, don't worry. So just begin to pray, Lord. We pray into Canada, we pray into United States, we pray into Mexico, we pray into Brazil, oh God, we pray into UK, Lord, in the name of Jesus, into the Caribbean, into Central Africa, in the name of Jesus, into Italy, we pray into Greece, into Lebanon, into Turkey, into Cyprus, in the name of Jesus, that God, that the light of God in you is the light that is going to shine in the name of Jesus, and that is why I I share that scripture, let your light so shine. Our light, we carry light that needs to shine, is that light that dispels darkness in the name of Jesus, we pray to Russia, Kazakhstan, Mongolia, China, Australia, we pray to Africa. Some of us are African and God has called us to Africa. You might say, how do I get there? Just keep trusting God. God is going to show you the way into Algeria, into Morocco, into Tunisia, into Egypt, into everything into Sudan, into Ethiopia, into Congo, into Angola, into Namibia, into South Africa, into Madagascar, into Burundi, into Uganda, into Nigeria, into Congo, into Ghana, into Cote d'Ivoire, Liberia, Sierra Leone, Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, the Gambia, Senegal, Mali, Mali, Niger, Chad, Masete, Lehandarabaseke, Yanko, Kumalanto, Tomase, Yalando, Boso, Karabata, Lahandarabasa, the nations are open unto us, we pray into Denmark, Yanto, Yanko, Iceland, Nimosa, that the nations are open unto us in the name of Jesus. Yakurubo so talarabate kuyanku kumate. Yalan tarabati kiandurubu sa talarabate kiandarabase. Masse telehandarabase telehandarabase. Masa talalo, we thank you because we are the light of the world. Light of the world, yes, we are. So we declare that our light shines, O God. Makeyan kukumase telehanda rabase telehanda. Menini handurubu. The Bible says, let your light so shine before all men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. 
the end of it is for the glory of God to be revealed, O oh God. And so we pray today that your glory we will be revealed in all our lives in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. Amen. Fala, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yes. You move to the mobile device. Amen. Fala, can you hear me? I'm sorry. We can. We can. Yes. Yeah. I'm so sorry about this. I don't know. It's okay. Amen. Amen. So we're done. That's me done. And I just want to round up. I pray for anyone that might be in any difficult situation. That was one of the things that came to me. So then I'm just going to, and um, then I've considered the prayer points. So we want to pray for pain in the back or, you, you know, the Bible says in Isaiah 53 that he himself bore our sicknesses and diseases and by stripes we are healed. So we speak to every pain in the back in the name of Jesus. Yeah, and every fear of walking or crossing the road will be moved in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, we pray today for healing. There's any trauma, yes, Lord, that is causing this fear that God, you only speak, we ask that Lord, you will locate the point of trauma and bring healing in the name of Jesus. We speak to that pain in the back to be gone in Jesus' name. And so today, Lord, I even come in agreement with any one that might be facing any difficult situation. Father, we pray today that you are the one that makes a way where there seems to be no way. You are the way maker, the miracle worker, the light that shines in darkness. Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for every single person. We thank you, Lord, that God, you are for answered prayers. We thank you, Jehovah God, for discernment. We thank you that we walk in abundant life. We thank you that, Lord, we are discerning even concerning their association in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the birthing of dreams and visions in Jesus' name. We thank you for the new books. We thank you for new businesses, new ministries, oh God, new houses, oh God, that people will begin to walk in their God-given calling and purposes, Lord, in Jesus' name. We thank you for healing. We thank you for more understanding of the spiritual world for, her, for us in the name of Jesus. We thank you because our ears are open to hear what you are saying, that you open our eyes to see in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Fola. Once again, sorry about all the nonsense, but I'm going to go and look at that again. Thank you so much, Fola. God bless you. It's okay. Thank you so much, um, um We're so pleased, um, and I'm really encouraged by today. And one of the things that was coming to my heart again and again, even whilst you were leading us, um, was the need to continue praying. Um, I really, I'm really inspired by the different charges that you've given us, uh, even to just to keep praying. And that's something I'm going to do, um, because even as you were speaking, especially around association, there are things that I feel God has placed in my heart personally and that I need a good team around me for. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's really encouraging. And, you know, just knowing the lives of different ones within the group, how some of the things we prayed into seem very relevant um into people's lives so we just want to thank you we normally have a feedback session where we encourage people to give feedback uh, if they want to um so if you want to give any feedback feel free to come off mute uh, it's always encouraging in forums like this because it's a zoom call it seems like a one-way conversation and so if you want to share anything based on what we've prayed into or how this has been a blessing to you then feel free to come off mute uh, to share any feedback I like how 
how you are not shouting, how you're not screaming, but you were inclusive and you were very easy to understand. Because um, I've been a part of adjourning some prayer meeting and I don't know, people thinking when they're shouting, there's, when there's more force. Um, or when they're shouting and losing the voices, there's when the power of God is there. So I, I really love how you're just so down to earth um, and inclusive. You're easy to understand. You're not talking too fast, which is another thing I see people do, just talking too, too, too fast. And it's easy to, uh, and it's challenging to catch up. So you are very easy to understand and, and really good at, at leading. And I love how you had scriptures connected, as you were saying yourself. It's only when God said it that when God says it that we have the promise to it. And um, so, yeah, I like the way that you were leading. Very calm, easy to understand, and and straight to the point. Um, and I'm proud of myself. Shout out to me <laughs> for being able to 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 stick in for so long because it's it's one of the things that I'm am trying to develop a praying. Um, for a long period of time um, so yeah this was good oh thank you that was, that's the anointing glory to God thank you I'll just read another comment um, from um, Caroline um, so yeah I agree with you um, Cassia um, if anybody else also wants to share any feedback uh, feel free to come off mute uh, before we close uh, thank you so much, um, Sister Dukai. This is Dura here. Um, and I, I joined quite late uh, because I was battling with sleep. <laughs> I went to bed, but um, I came in just in time when you were talking about mentorship because um, that's something that has been um, a priority to me. Um, and I think it was such a blessing to come in when you were talking about how you were looking for a mentor, um, but you had to take it to God and God showed you. Because um, I've always been quite measured um, in terms of you know, looking up to people and selecting someone as a mentor without really checking their fruits. And it just reminds me as well that, you know, that's really something very important for me to 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 really just take through God's lenses um, for me to choose someone who's really ordained by God um, for mentorship rather than um, just what I see on the surface or whether people really just follow them. So no, thank you. Um, it's been a blessing. God bless you as well. Thank you. Thanks. Thank God. Cool. Um, sorry, friends, that we've overrun on time, um, but I think it's been it's been worth it. And so once again, uh, Sister Adipo, I just want to say a big thank you um, <clears throat> for honoring the invitation. Um, we would love to have you again if you're able to. Um, it's always a blessing having you. And I really, really, I was really inspired today, actually. Uh, it's one of the things I'm going to do after this is to continue to pray. Uh, and so, yeah, no, thank you so much for taking the time to, to minister to us. Um, this morning and uh, it's good to have those that are visiting us for the first time um there's someone called uh, Tammy Agbaje thank you so much uh, for for joining us and I think I'm familiar with everybody else and so yes uh, let us go in peace um to love and to serve the Lord amen have a good morning guys thank you Bye -bye. thank you everyone thanks for life god bless you bye